I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. Most of us are really out of touch with what we feel and what we hear. So vibroacoustic therapy brings us back into our body, reinforces the mind-body connection. The perceived impact of that is a grounded experience. You feel more grounded. I'm still perceiving it with my body. This body is a big antenna, basically. And I'm picking up on all sorts of different frequencies throughout the course of the day. It's how my brain perceives them that, that differentiates from one to another. So there is um, science and research out there on a specific tone that the body gets presented with that actually triggers the body to release excess weight. What? What? We have folks that deal with all sorts of chronic ailments and issues that are further exacerbated by being stressed and anxious. Of the top 10 reasons why Americans die, all cause mortality in the United States, six of the top 10 are based on stress and anxiety. You remove the stress and anxiety, those six reasons for death go away. We get emails over and over and over again about how our technology has completely changed people's lives. This is such a cool episode. I know you're going to love this. That is Craig Goldberg, and he's the co-founder of InHarmony, which makes vibroacoustic healing devices. Craig is a certified vibroacoustic therapist, and we met at Wonderland Psychedelic Conference last year. Vibroacoustic technology allows the experience or the user to connect with both vibrations and sound, vibroacoustic. And in this episode, we talk about how vibroacoustics create a mind-body connection and grounding sensation, activating detox pathways, and enabling the body do what it was supposed to do, which is to act as an antenna that receives frequency. In this episode, we talk about the benefits, we talk about the science, and we talk about some of the incredible results that Craig has experienced with some of the users of InHarmony. You can learn more at IamInHarmony.com, where you can learn a whole bunch about how this science works. And also, you should go and follow Craig at InHarmony Interactive on Instagram. Tons and tons of really compelling information, education, if this is something that you think you'll be interested in. This is the center of the bullseye for me when it comes to biohacking. It's using vibration, frequency to heal rather than chemicals. You can always find me at seanmccormick.com. Sign up for my newsletter, What's Up Wednesday, released every single Wednesday at seanmccormick.com. And follow me on Instagram at realseanmccormick. Now let's dive into the episode with Craig Goldberg. And I'm here with my good friend, Craig Goldberg, co-founder of In Harmony. Craig, welcome finally to the Optimal Performance Podcast. What's happening, Sean? Grateful to be here. Thanks for having me. I want to start with some terminology questions because I think that people need to understand what vibroacoustic therapy is just as a base level to get them kind of understanding yeah. of how the stuff works. So if you could give us like a, a primer on, on what that totally. is, that would be really helpful. With the simple breakdown of the word vibroacoustic, vibro vibration, acoustic sound. We're talking about vibration and sound. And the body of research goes back to the late 1970s. It was originated by a guy by the name of Olav Skill. And he opened up a body of research specifically focused on 30 hertz to 120 hertz. So we're talking about low end frequency. So again, just to further define that even more, the, the frequency capacity of the human ear, a good human ear, a young human ear, because it changes as we get older, is 20 hertz all the way up to 20,000. So the human ear, 20 hertz all the way up to 20,000 hertz. Um, that home stereo system, the subwoofer is typically 80 hertz and below. So we're talking about low end frequencies and vibrations that are picked up by the mechanoreceptors in our skin and then send a, a touch or a change in pressure signal to the brain that aligns with the change in pressure that happens from the auditory nerve. And 
That's how kind of all the magic happens. You're laying in the field of feeling the same frequencies that you are hearing. And that's kind of the magic of vibroacoustic therapy. We're delivering these frequencies directly to the body as well as to the ear and uh, the auditory nerve. And it's that symphony, that harmonized sound between what you're feeling and hearing that creates the magic of our technology. Mm. So what is the what is the effect of being in harmony between the vibration and the acoustic? Like what why is that a good thing? So you're reinforcing the mind-body connection. Uh, your brain sits in a dark room, basically in your skull, and it's really just looking at electrical signals. And that's how we perceive the world around us. In general, you hear something, it's a, it's really a change in a pressure wave that aligns with your eyes. About 30% of your hearing comes from your eyes. Your eyes then correlate what you heard, and that's what consciously you recognize as a sound or something happening around you. Most of us are really out of touch with what we feel and what we hear. So vibroacoustic therapy brings us back into our body, reinforces the mind-body connection. The perceived impact of that is a grounded experience. You feel more grounded in your own body. And probably some of the most powerful aspects of vibroacoustic therapy, because this is an amplified signal. So it's not just, it's the same body of research that kind of governs what a sound bowl or a sound therapist does, but with a bell, chime, gong, didgeridoo, all of these acoustic vibratory instruments, vibroacoustic therapy, because it's a digital signal and we're using something called a tactile transducer, which we can dive into deeper. It's an amplified, it further amplifies that signal. It's a stronger signal, which adds physiological benefits like increases in circulation. We're literally sending messages to every muscle in the body telling it to relax. So it's great for recovery. We're obviously increasing and activating all of the detox pathways, the lymphatic drainage and that sort of thing. And probably most importantly, resetting the nervous system from fight or flight into calm and relaxed from sympathetic to parasympathetic. So we have all these profound impacts on our physiology, not to mention some of the more esoteric, I would say, in releasing emotional stress, um, uh, releasing mental stress, and kind of reinforcing the mental body and the emotional body and the physical body. Mm. So what we're really talking about, man, a lot there. That's that's exactly how I wanted to lead into this because what we're what we're talking about is uh, furniture devices to sit on to experience that vibration along with um, an audio experience. And you've just hit, you've checked a whole bunch of boxes, right? For, to go from fight or flight into rest and digest. Lymphatic drain, drainage is in, increasingly important for all of us and the, for the level of toxicity that we experience in our food and our air and our water. You've got to be able to move things around your body, right? So how long does it take a typical user to sit in like the meditation chair is the one that, that, that I'm most familiar with. And I know that you've got a, a whole bunch of products, but you're sitting in this, what looks like a really wonderful meditation posture that allows your legs to be crossed without the pressure on your knees and ankles, which is just stymied totally. all of my meditation for years. <laughs> um, so how long does it take Great for word. someone to like sit and like, kind of like grok it? Seconds. I mean, really? that's the reality, right? I mean, as soon as you're on our technology, you feel it and you know that you're moving every cell in your body. You talk a lot on this show about lymphatic drainage and moving the lymph 
and how more and more Americans are living the stagnant lifestyle. I love your videos coming from the cold plunge, which is obviously activating every cell in your body. I don't know how you're doing. Like we're doing five minutes at 45 degrees. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. Anyway, (laughs) it's so good for you and it's so healthy and I do it also. And it's not fun. My wife is still blown away. She's like, but you like cold. And I'm like, I don't like the cold. And I don't think anybody likes the cold. Even the people who tell us they like the cold don't like the cold. It's not fun. Right. She was like, really, really? You don't like it? I'm like, no, I don't like it. I do it because I know the physiological benefits, the emotional benefits, the anyhow. Um, So from the moment you sit down on any of our technology, whether it's the meditation cushion, the, the practitioner, the sound lounge, you feel and recognize that every cell in your body is moving. It tingles, it tickles, it, um, it is creating that physiological response. Uh, the formal body of research says it takes about 15 minutes to trigger the chemical cascades associated with the parasympathetic nervous system response. It doesn't mean you're going into parasympathetic in 15 minutes. It means it takes 15 minutes for those chemical cascades to catch up with and react to the physical reaction that the body is having, the physical stimulation that the body is having. It can take For you to go from a sympathetic nervous system response to parasympathetic just in the outside world without any external factors, like you're stressed and anxious for whatever, there's a guy chasing you. And uh, here's a great example. All of a sudden you hear what, what you think is a gunshot go off behind you. And then you turn around only to realize that it was a car backfiring. Okay. You hear the gunshot. or what you think is a gunshot, and your body goes into, without even thinking, goes into that sympathetic nervous system response. But as soon as you turn around to figure out what it is, and you recognize that there's no threat, it could take 45 minutes at the best case, all the way up to two or three hours for your body to go from triggered to calm and rested. That's in a perfect case with no other outside stimuli, nothing else happening. Vibroacoustic therapy can trigger those chemical cascades in 15 minutes. So if you were to hear that gunshot and then get on a sound lounge or a cushion or use the process that you have conditioned your body to use because you're on the cushion on a regular basis, you're on the sound lounge on a regular basis. It's like everything else we do in biohacking. It's about conditioning your nervous system to spend more time in a parasympathetic nervous system response than it is stressed and anxious. Um, So from the moment you get on that cushion, you're feeling every every sensation in your body tingle. I mean, I was just talking to a client this morning who wanted to, we, we get very few returns. And this morning I was talking to a gal, I want to talk to everybody who wants to return any of our products because I want to make sure they're using the product right, that it's performing correctly, that there wasn't an issue with it, right? Whatever, we just take that white glove approach. And um, and I told her, you know, when you're sitting on the cushion, your earlobe should bounce up and down. Your cheeks should move up and down. Your teeth should chatter if you leave your, if you let your jaw rest and that's triggering the 80 muscles in the face to relax. When that happens, you feel the vibrations shaking your, you know, and she goes, well, I'm not getting any of that. And I go, well, here's what I want you to do. And I gave her some steps and she's going to call me back today or tomorrow. And I'm sure she's going to be wowed by the experience. So from the second you sit down in our tech, you're feeling every cell in your body move, harmonizing to the frequencies of the music meditation that you're listening to through our app and through our technology. Today's episode is brought to you by The Amino Co., the most cutting-edge, rigorously researched amino acid formulations in the world. And they have an absolute insane offer for you if you keep listening to this ad. With over 30 years of experience and over 500 medical research papers published, it's my go-to for recovery and muscle building. As an optimal performing biohacking dad with BJJ and a ridiculously busy schedule, I want to put the best quality stuff in my body that I can. 
I use the AminoCo's 100% science-backed formula called HEAL the day after especially strenuous 90-minute Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu training sessions. My 40-year-old body gets pretty banged up competing with 20-year-old studs, and HEAL helps my body recover faster than anything else I've taken. The AminoCo's HEAL blend is 100% science-backed, and it was originally formulated based on research funded by NASA. Heal is three times more efficient at triggering muscle growth and repair than any other protein source. Let me repeat that. Three times more efficient than even the best quality grass-fed beef I can find. If you want to check out their science or try any of my favorite products for yourself, head to AminoCo.com forward slash OPP and use the code OPP for 30% off. That's AminoCo.com forward slash OPP and use the code OPP for 30% off. An insane offer for a world-class product. I like that that correlation or the the... the the example of I, I I and I I thought I knew all sorts of stuff, but I did not know that you stay in fight or flight for fifteen to forty five or longer after wow. that that stimuli like that and 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 for I think a lot of people who maybe it's not a car backing up, but it's like a bad email, you know, or some bad news, right? Like totally. like totally. or you you look yeah, go ahead. So think about what happens when 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 we go into fight or flight, right? There's a chemical, there's a biochemical reaction in the body. So our five senses are how we perceive the world around us, right? We met at a psychedelics conference. We can talk about perception and consciousness. Maybe that's a whole other podcast, but nonetheless, we perceive this environment, this earth walk that we're on through our five senses, touch, taste, smell, sight, sound. That's it. Our brain is sitting in the dark, getting electrical signals from these five senses and perceiving the world around us. And that's how we construct the world around us. When our nervous system detects a threat, whatever that might be, whether it's, um, I camp a lot, I'm sleeping in a tent and it's two o'clock in the morning and I get woken up from a stick breaking outside my tent and I'm in the middle of nowhere. My nervous system is going on high alert. Cortisol and adrenaline begin to flow through the body. Now that gunshot, that backfire, same thing. Cortisol and adrenaline are now in your blood. That happens. Your nervous system is reacting. It's nearly involuntary. We need to dissipate that. Your body needs to say, okay, threat neutralized. and But that cortisol is still flowing through your brain. The adrenaline is still flowing through. The body needs to dissipate that. And we can get more and more efficient at dissipating that. But nonetheless, for the average person, it could take up to four hours for your body to come back to baseline. Hmm. Yeah, I heard I heard it explained. I, I don't remember if it was Huberman Lab or somewhere else. They they were explaining the fact that you know a little bunny rabbit is in the middle of a meadow eating clovers and um just having a great day, not in fight or flight, really just literally rest and digest, eat just munching on clovers, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a fox runs into the meadow, chases the rabbit, the rabbit gets away, hides for long enough that the fox goes away, and then minutes later is able to go yes. back into hang out eat clover totally. because it's gone and we are so conditioned we condition ourselves through culture through media through badge alerts on our apps on our phone to stay there kind of all day and for most most people they wake up and look at their phone and then they start their day looking at their phone and they're on a computer all day then they watch TV at night and then they're looking at their phone until the moment it's time to go to sleep. And they're basically redlining kind of all day long. Nailed it. 
right? And, 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 and a meditation practice can help flotation therapy can help. Um, but that stuff's hard. It's hard. It's hard to develop a really effective meditation practice. You know, you have to drive to a flotation center, shower, get in there, get out, etc. So yeah. to have something in your home that can get you into that parasympathetic state, it must be game changers for people. A 22 minute sound lounge session. We used to hashtag, I haven't done it in a while, but I used to hashtag dry floating because when I take it from float center to float center to, to talk to the owners about in, uh, incorporating it, we've got sound lounges in float centers all over the country. Uh, it's, it's compared to the last 15 minutes of a, of a float, right. Of a, of a 60 minute float, like where you're trying to get to with magnesium and every absorbing and the, the deprivation and, and that meditative state that you're brought into through that external stimuli or lack thereof. Um, that's what a sound lounge session is, is compared to on a regular basis. I want to touch on something else that you mentioned, and that's that rabbit sitting in the field. When that rabbit is sitting in the field and it's just chomping away on its grass, its nervous system detects that fox before its conscious mind recognizes the fox. Its nervous system gets it to move faster than its conscious mind can tell it to move. This is really, really important. That rabbit finds itself moving away from that fox before it realizes what it's even doing. Think about how fast you react to something like, um, touching something hot, right? Like, like you pull back before you even think I better pull back, right? Your nervous system just takes care of it for you. So this is very much the same kind of stimuli in that particular scenario. And I love that example because who doesn't want to be a little bunny? Now that bunny after it's hid and the threat is gone is it's not mad at the Fox. Yeah. It's not thinking about like, man, I can't believe that Fox did that to me. I, and it's not dwelling on it all day. It just goes right back to, oh, I was eating, I'm hungry, or I want to spawn, or I want to find shelter, or whatever it is that it needs to do. It just goes right back to its day-to-day. -day. It doesn't mm. doesn't dwell on, like, I can't believe that fox did that to me. Yeah, yeah. On Tuesday, no less. Like, <laughs> right? And my children were around. And and no, it's just instinctive. Um, and, and it is what separates humans from a lot of the animals. Cause I think there are other animals that have similar consciousness to us. Um, but it's one of the things that really separates us is that nervous system response is that mental clarity. It's the agony that we put ourselves through to your point and follow up to that of thinking about what could be or what would be. And it's mm. all ego that does that. It's our ego that creates the fears that keep us alive that keep us thinking about what could be if this domino falls and this happens, or if this domino falls and that happens, playing out these different scenarios of what could be is both what keeps us alive and what could keep you in fight or flight all day, day after day, week after week, month after month. And we're just ill-equipped to handle the day-to-day -day trials and tribulations when we're sitting in fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about the mind body connection. And then I want to dive into some of the research and what the research says, because you said that it's been around for a long time and you, you've oh, have, yeah. you have, you have the research cited on the website for people that oh, are yeah. really, you know, data driven. The, the, the idea that I'm sort of wrapping my brain around is this notion that when you are experiencing that, that level of vibration, that's, you know, that's flipping your earlobes 
um, is that it's hard to think about your bills. It's hard to think about your relationship with your mother. It's hard to like, because you are, uh, you are immersed in this physical experience, which is, you know, totally unique. So then now then take that idea and then link it with the mind body connection. Like how, how does that, how do, how do they then connect with this immersive experience? Yeah. So have you spoken about the concept of hormesis? Uh, not with hormesis. Yeah. I know. I know hormesis. I don't talk about it much. Cool. It's what happens when you get into that cold plunge, right? Your body is, is, is applied pressure and adversity. Um, and, and it's from that, that the chemical, the cold shock proteins get released and all of that. It's not very different on a sound lounge or on a meditation cushion. We're shaking every cell in your body. Um, the physical reaction to that is the chemical cascades associated with calm and relax. The body reacts to every cell shaking in the body. And that's what creates that calm and relaxed state, but it takes some time to get there. And for some people starting off on our technology that start with it cranked too high or less is more in the beginning. If you're going from a stagnant lifestyle, it's like we were just talking about um, uh, flat feet and flat shoes rather. Uh, and the episode that you just did, and you said, well, you've been wearing low profile or zero drop shoes for a long time. And I said, absolutely. I've been training for a long time. If you are living a, a sedentary lifestyle and then you get on the sound lounge and you crank it all the way up. And now all of a sudden, all the lymph is flowing in your body all at once. All of the detox pathways are blown wide open. All of your blood flow is, is enhanced and increased all at once. You're going to have a detox experience. That could be a low grade fever. It could be cough, sniffles, sniffles. It could be a, a cough. I mean, your body is going to have to get rid of, and it only has a handful of ways that it can do it. You might have a rash in, in the most intense experiences. You might have a, rant, a, a rash as literally it just pushes out of your skin, this toxic load, or you might not have anything, which is more probable. And most people start off slow and allow the body to release this over time. Mm -hmm. And they allow the body to release the toxic load that you're unleashing on a, on a short period of time. So the experience that you're having and it's it's best to kind of ease into that. Um, the connection that reinforces the mind and the body is the fact that you're hearing the same things that you're feeling. So we have these mechanoreceptors in our skin that send changes in pressure. As I touch my skin, I'm getting a signal up my arm to my brain that says, hey, in these four points on my arm, a change in skin, my eyes are looking at, if it wasn't my hand that's doing it, but my eyes are looking at these four fingers touching on my skin instantaneously before I can even think about it. My brain says, Craig is touching my arm with his four fingers. And that's what's creating the change in pressure. Likewise, if there was a draft, a cold draft, and I felt a breeze underneath my leg, I'm not actually feeling the breeze. I'm feeling changes in pressure that my eyes and my brain is perceiving as a cold breeze that's blowing because I'm outside and I see trees moving or something to that effect, right? Mm. The the consciousness and the perception of this reality that happens in these supercomputers that are our brains are just, it's just mind boggling to me and absolutely remarkable. So the auditory nerve, which is sending signals to the brain, changes in pressure in sound and what you hear. Now, all of a sudden, the mechanoreceptors in the body are sending those same signals to the brain. That's what reinforces the mind-body connection. I am hearing the same things that I am feeling. And I am therefore immersed in this auditory experience, this sound experience, this vibratory experience. And it creates this three-dimensional, fully immersive sound experience that makes you feel as though you're inside the music. Mm. That in turn is overwhelming the brain 
that hormesis effect that I started to talk about is overwhelming the brain so that that becomes the only thing that you focus on to your point. You can't think about the to-do list. You can't think about the bills. You can't think about what your mom just said about your sister and uncle, cousin, whatever. You become myopically focused on the sensation that you're feeling. And the instruction that I give people when they're going into their first session or any session for that matter is to first set an intention. What do you want to get out of this session? Very important. And second, lose yourself in the music. There's no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. You're not supposed to be doing something or not supposed to be doing something. You're just a guy or a gal laying on a bed, listening to music. Mm. Try not to overthink it because mm. we want to, right? You want to lay on the bed, especially guys like you or me, they're analytical. And I remember my first sound last session. It was six and a half, seven years ago. And all I wanted to do is figure out what's happening. Like, what yeah. am I feeling? What's going on? What's happening here? And it's like, that's not the task. Yeah. The task is for you to lose yourself in the music and relax into it and allow the mind to wander or we can't. Another very common misconception with meditation is to clear the mind. The, the brain doesn't know how to do anything except think. It's what it was solely designed to do. It's its only mission. It only knows how to do one thing and that is to think. So instead, the instruction that I give people is lose yourself in the music, focus on the music, focus on what you're feeling in your body and your mind. And allow thoughts to flow through your, your mind. Dwell on them if you want. Allow them to pass by if you want. But ultimately, the goal is to allow those thoughts to simply flow through the mind like a, like a reel, like a video of your day. And what you find when you're in that situation, I have access to this technology. Obviously, I have a healing room behind this wall. I have a sound lounge, a practitioner. I have two meditation cushions. I've connected to my Sonos. I create these group sound environments. We do some really awesome things here. When I have a busy day and I'm go, go, go all day long, I have all sorts of things thrown at me during the day. Obviously, I have my business in harmony is growing and expanding very rapidly. I have teams all over the world that help us with manufacturing, app development, music development, right? Manufacturing, customer service, all of it. I have to deal with all that. My wife and my life, I work from home. There's one beautiful blessing that comes from working from home. It's the plumber shows up and then somebody shows up for the pool and then right? I've got a buddy staying in an RV outside. I was just chatting with him outside, right? Like It's like, go, 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 go. I've got issues happening throughout my friend group. I've got issues happening throughout work. My brain is constantly moving from topic to topic and dwelling on these different things. I can't wait till I get on my sound lounge at the end of the night. And the reason I can't wait is because it's my nightcap. And what happens without a specific intention, except to gain clarity on maybe a specific instance, it's really just to gain clarity on the entire day. And what happens is in that relaxed state, I find clarity in all of the things that are puzzling me. And I get answers to what the next step should be for each scenario. Things that I never even would have thought of in the moment. Now, all of a sudden I'm given an opportunity to relax and I'm like, oh yeah, I need to talk to Andrew about this particular issue. To a point where I keep a journal next to my sound lounge. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of a sound lounge session, push pause, start to journal. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do all the journaling at the end of the session. But nonetheless, being in that relaxed state, I can now think about and process my day, get closure around that. And that, again, further helps to reinforce that mind-body connection and sets me up for success moving into the next day, into the next set of problems, the next set of issues, the next set of happenings. And that's really, I know there was a lot there. No, that's great. Well, and, and it, it, the connection between um, detoxifying your body, allowing whatever's in, in you 
to move its way through you. Same thing as your thoughts, the same things that concern you and that yeah. keep you up at night. It's like, I want to, I don't, I don't want to hold on to that stuff all day, all night, all week. I mean, some complex, some complex problems come up that, that need, you know, days or weeks or months of, of attention, but I don't need to take that into my sleep because it's going to affect my sleep. It's going to affect the way that I talk to my spouse. It's going to affect. So like to, to let it just like work its way through, then I don't remember who it was. Some, some, maybe it was like St. Francis of Assisi uh, was talking about mystical practices for sleep. And it was, or maybe it was Descartes. We talked about this process of really auditing the day, going through the Mm. day, how did I do? How did I show up? What did I get done? And, and then like being done, like being done mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually with the day so that you can effectively sleep. And it, and it was, it was a longevity hack. It was a way to actually right. age backwards because you're, you're not hanging on to that stuff. You're not taking it into your subconscious, into the sort of theta state where you know, it, it gets hairy and scary and weird. You're, you're processing it. You're allowing it to totally. move through you. That it's that, like, it, sorry, go on, finish. No, no, that's it. That's it. Well, so it's, uh, I'm 44 years old and, uh, and I remember my original, and you Windows look PC. for those of you, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you for those of you watching on YouTube. You're like bullshit 44. I mean, come on, Craig, you look 34. Continue. I appreciate that. May 26, 79. Uh, so look, I'm old enough to remember my first computer and, and it's like that defrag that we used to have to run on our computer, right? I don't know if you remember that, but we used to have to do that. That used to be a thing. Like all of a sudden the computer just wasn't, even now I've got an app that I run on my computer on my Mac here. Uh, what is it called? It's, uh, clean my Mac. And, um, and once a day I go through and I clean my Mac, same, same on this supercomputer that we have in our brain creating space. Now. I like the idea of habit stacking. I like the idea of stacking different technologies. So if I can lay on my bed while I'm sitting underneath a red light, or if I can get out and you're shooting videos while you're you know, hanging out in an ice bath, I like the idea of doing multiple things at once because it allows me to be more efficient, more effective. This is part of that. And there's a reason why top performers around the globe have a regular meditative practice, even if it's seven to 10 minutes, every single day, they don't miss it. And the reason they don't miss it is because they know that in periods of rest, if they take that seriously, they're, they're able to excel more in periods of high output because of that period of rest. And the better we get at rest and relaxation, the better we're going to get at high performance and higher outputs during that higher performance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, higher performance requires better tools, more effective ways to, to be your best. Um, walk me through how the music syncs up with the vibration of the device. Like you have some mad scientist, like composer that's, that's creating the, just the right music. And I mean, and is it, is it raindrops in a bamboo forest? Is it uh, death metal? Like, what do we listen to? Oh, man, I love this question. All right. So first is the physical expression of how this all works. I wish there were better answers and like it was this like this algorithm that does this amazing thing. It's not. It's actually all hardware. And Sorry to lift the veil on all the folks in vibroacoustic therapy. There's only a handful of us. But the reality is 
Um, it's no different than your home stereo system. I have Sonos. I've got a, a sound bar and a subwoofer in the corner. Like, how does the subwoofer know to play low end frequencies and the high frequencies come out of? It's the capability of the hardware itself. The entire signal is going to that device, but the hardware itself has a limiting factor. So for us, this is the tactile transducer that we put inside our technology. There's four inside the sound lounge, two inside the cushion, two inside the practitioner. It reacts between 20 hertz and 200 hertz. So it only plays frequencies. In fact, anything over 100 hertz coming through here, you hear, you do not feel. So it's both a combination of the physical hardware that we use, the amplifiers, the transducers, the frequency range of the device, and the frequency reception of the body in the mechanoreceptors. I don't feel a frequency above 100 hertz. I hear it. So from 100 hertz up to 20,000 hertz, I'm hearing it. I'm not feeling it. And obviously there's frequencies even higher than that that we don't perceive through our ears, but we can perceive through our body. So even though 100 hertz isn't, or let's say 120 or 130 hertz, isn't sending my body a physical sensation, stimuli, I'm still perceiving it with my body. This body is a big antenna, basically. And I'm picking up on all sorts of different frequencies throughout the course of the day. It's how my brain perceives them that is the different, right? That that differentiates from one to another. So the first thing is the physical hardware and the physical components. The second aspect is what is a music meditation? And I love that the perception of Anthony, uh, Anthony Weiss is our director of content creation. I like to think of his, him as a mad scientist, but he's sitting in a music studio doing research on different frequencies and her impact on our physiology, looking at sophisio frequency tones, nogier frequency tones, and incorporating them, isochronic tones, binaural beats. There's a lot of different aspects to music creation that we're already familiar with that you're going to find through calm and headspace and, and insight timer. And right. Like there's a ton of different, there's 2,500 meditation apps in, in the, uh, in the Apple I store, just to give you an idea. I mean, there's, it's, this is quite a broad market and we are just one of those players. We choose to focus on music meditations and what we create on our on our app. So inside the InHarmony Music Meditations app, you will find a series of each one of these tiles is a different music meditation. So let's just grab one of them. And what does that say? That says release. This actually has to do with weight loss. So there is um, science and research out there on a specific tone that the body gets presented with that actually triggers the body to release excess weight. What? What? Hey, now. Okay. So that's what's included. I didn't like lose weight. This used to be weight loss was the name of this track. Um, I don't like that terminology. This is good for your, for your viewers. Also. Um, if you lose something, you're eternally looking for it. Ah. It's lost. So if you want to lose weight, you are looking for that weight to come back on a subconscious level. Our words were really powerful. Yeah. So instead I want to release that weight. I want that weight to go and never come back. So release, and it does say this in the in the description that's scrolling on the screen, but it does say um, release anything that does not resonate or serve you anymore, weight loss, renamed and explained. Um, so again, that comes down to a specific isochronic tone that the brain picks up with that you're not even going to hear consciously in the track, but it's embedded in the track to help you release. Moving to the left, clarity. Clarity is all about specific frequencies to help you gain clarity around a specific situation. Reflection, not very different. Rainforest is basically being immersed in a rainforest with vibroacoustic frequencies underneath it. That's very tranquil and very calming. Um, slumber, 40 minutes on helping you get a better night's sleep. 
I'm not going to go through all 120 tracks. We release a new track every week, basically. It takes us about 40 hours, us being Anthony. It takes Anthony about 40 hours to make a 22-minute track, which is where most of us, the sweet spot for vibroacoustic therapy, when you look at the science and the research, is 22 minutes. 15 minutes to trigger the chemical cascade, seven minutes to hang out in that space before getting up. Um, we have music meditations in our app that range from two minutes to two hours. We're in the process of working on a 10 and 12 hour track for in harmony in home to help play throughout your Sonos and throughout your home throughout the day, um, which I'm pretty excited about. And also a sleep track that we're going to utilize for you to start playing overnight. And you can just play through regular speakers or, uh, or if you do have vibroacoustics built into your bed Hint, hint, uh, that might be something that might come out in the future. There's just so much to do. Anyhow, I get so excited. <laughs> Can't talk about it yet. I don't like talking about things until they're in the warehouse. I get it. I get it. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Health Coach Institute, created by the godfather of the paleo and primal movement, Mark Sisson, with the mission to develop highly skilled health coaches who can make their passion for health a fulfilling and abundant career. The Primal Health Coach Institute is a program renowned for offering the most in-depth and up-to-date ancestral health education in the world. It doesn't just create health experts, it certifies health coaches who are true catalysts for behavior change by providing robust coaching education that empowers you to coach with confidence. What I think is one of the most important aspects of the Primal Health Coach Institute is business knowledge and marketing resources that ensure their certified Primal Health Coaches have the best business know-how and marketing resources to thrive in the wellness industry. Go to primalhealthcoach.com forward slash optimal performance and use the code OPTIMAL25 for 25% off tuition. That's primalhealthcoach.com forward slash optimal performance and use the code OPTIMAL25 for 25% off tuition. Go check it out. So if 22 minutes is the sweet spot and you're taking sort of a walk before you run approach and maybe you are, your adrenal systems are shot, you've got burnout in a sprained ankle and you just lost a loved one, but you're going through the protocol in a very methodical, thoughtful, slow process. Is there any like do even for people who are going slow and sort of intuitively understanding like, Oh, this is starting to help. Oh my gosh, I feel a lot better. Maybe then they turn it way up and they go long and they turn up the intensity besides that sort of, you know, you know, detoxification effect that could happen through the skin and a rash or, you know, a cough or a sneeze or whatever. Um, what do people ever like freak out and, and then have to like turn it off because it's too, like, because it's a lot at one time. So I've probably put thousands of people on the sound lounge over the last seven years at events, trade shows, conferences, festivals, my own house. Um, I mean, you name it. I don't go anywhere without my sound lounge. Um, it travels with me in my RV. I mean, I, I always have it on me. So I put thousands of people on the tech. You don't really too often get that adverse reaction where somebody needs to get off it. It happens every now and again right? Every, and every now and again. Um, look, humans are built differently. Um, some people and, and most of your audience, I'm sure, is going to have the mental capacity to charge forward through whatever type of adversity they're met with. Not everybody is built that way. And for some people, it is an intense experience. Depending all those factors that you just named, that's a pretty rough day for yeah, somebody. Rough. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, and that's, and as you were saying it, I was like, 
kind of what life is like, right? I mean, yeah. I you get kicked when you're down. I, I've I've got videos up online. Life is hard. Anybody who tells you life is easy is not facing the adversity that that they are actually facing every day. They're kind of skirting underneath the rug. Life in general is hard. People call these meat suits, especially when you get into a consciousness conversation. Like we're spirits having a a physical, you know, a human experience, and I agree with that. But I don't call these meat suits. I call these suffer suits. Hmm. And the reason is because you get to decide how long you suffer. Suffering is absolutely an option. And it's the mental capacity of how you're dealing with and conditioning your body and your nervous system to deal with the situation that's in front of you. How can a soldier go off to war and watch death and decay all around them and be okay with it? Now, it catches up with them, obviously. But nonetheless, they are conditioned to be in that environment, right? Like a death doula. Well, they handle death differently because they're around it every day than somebody who's not around it every day. It's just conditioning. So um, I look at this as, yeah, that's a really rough day. And at the same time, those are days that we're presented with on a regular basis. And I've had a really rough five, six weeks behind me. Dealt with death, near loved ones, planned and unplanned. Like, it's just been really, really rough. My wife was, I was traveling for 10 days. My wife was traveling for 10 days. I have a three and a half year old being around the house. Like, there's, you got kids. There's just a lot going on in that whole environment. And and literally, it just feels like as I'm getting a grasp on this situation, something else is in my field. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's just something else. And I'm like, I just can everything just chill for a second? I just need my environment to stay constant. And of course it doesn't. So easing into that situation is obviously good, but then there's also times where you're just like, give it, give me everything. Let's just take this thing to all of our amplifiers, by the way, go to 11. I don't know if you remember spinal tap, Oh yeah. but like not many people get that reference anymore. My business partner's like, why does the amp go to 11? And I forward him the link to that movie. Cause I yeah. love that movie. And he's like, you really want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, I really want to do it. So all of our amps go to 11 for that time where you want awesome. a little bit extra. Uh, and I'm so glad I get to talk about that because I don't really talk about it that often. Every now and again, somebody will send me a picture of it and be like, nice. It goes to 11. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's for that time when you just want a little bit more, which is perfect for this question. There are times where you just want a little bit more. And there are times where you want to blow out. And and look, you've one of the most profound aspects of vibroacoustic therapy, in my opinion, is a message that gets sent through the vibration to every single cell in the body, telling it to every muscle in your body, telling it to relax. So we have folks that get on their first session and they've got like, uh, you know, they're in their forties or fifties. They've got an old college injury from sports, tennis, rotator cuff, whatever. They get on the sound lounge. They have their sound lounge experience, 22 minutes, normal volume, just a regular session to ease into it. And they get off it and they go, mm. this is weird, but I've got mobility in my arm and I haven't had mobility in my arm in 20 years. They go, I've been going to physical therapy, chiropractic, can't figure it out, but all of a sudden I can move my arm. Well, why is that? We're sending a message to every muscle telling it to relax. Your nervous system for years has been sending a message to every muscle telling it to constrict around that injury. The injury is now long gone and those muscles never got the message to chill out and relax. Mm. And cold therapy is good for that, heat therapy, massage. I mean, there's lots of different things that you can do, but vibroacoustic therapy is sending every cell in that muscle is being told to relax and ease into it. It might take a couple sessions for that to happen, but it's not uncommon for it to happen in the first session, in the first experience. And that's at normal volume. So the intensity is adjustable from almost nothing to 11. Um, and that's 
something that is not proprietary to what we do, but we think it's very important that you have different volume control for the ears and speakers and the vibration itself for that purpose. Some people want more intensity than others. Some people need more intensity than others. And every single track that's in here, depending on what state of mind and what state you're in, will give you a different experience. So every time I listen to slumber, I get a little bit of a different experience. Every time I listen to oh, one of my favorites, Walking Each Other Home, it's an hour and a half sound healing that was recorded by Anthony and his twin brother, Brent, um, and then added vibroacoustic therapies and put in there. I, I listen to that on a 90-minute massage regularly. And mm. every single time I listen to it, it's different because I'm in a different state. Sometimes Nevada, sometimes California, sometimes Florida. But I'm actually literally always thinking of a different thing and in a different mental state um so so too is each vibroacoustic session different so cool have you looked at different effects on other biometrics you know does the you know have you looked you know looked at aura ring data and seen effects on heart rate variability or yep. you know um that maybe or cgm looking at blood glucose like have you have you tinkered with that at all not blood glucose um but i actually have a, a reader that i'm soon to put on my arm so that i can start tracking that for myself and and we will absolutely look at that data there's just so many different variables that impact i don't think glucose is the big defining factor i think heart rate variability is, is a big one um i know eeg is obviously something that's big as well and as you look back on the science and the research um, that's what most of it focuses on is eeg mm -hmm. um we are soon to launch three different studies um, we, we technically have a study going right now with kids in school and our meditation cushion, um, but uh, we'll have data to release on that probably in the next six to 12 months. And then I have two formal studies that are going to be starting, one at a university and another actually both at university um, that are going to be focused on heart rate variability. I use, um, I don't have an aura ring. I do have an Apple watch, but I don't love the data that comes out of it. I use an HRV by a company called BrainTap, if you're familiar with them. Yeah. Um, they have their neuro... Um, um, their neural check. And that's what I use in my home office. The struggle that we have is that vibroacoustic therapy is a full body stimuli. So your body is in a state of disarray, if you will, right after it takes 15 minutes to kick in that chemical cascade. And it can take, you know, hours for you to drift from sympathetic to parasympathetic. So what I do is I do a precursor reading with the HRV, and then you do your session. And then you go about your day and then you come back the next day for your session. You've had a night's sleep. You've been through a 24-hour rotation. Then I do another reading and then we do another session. And then you go and you come back and we do a reading and then we do another session. So the readings for me and vibroacoustic therapy, because it is an intense experience, is done beforehand. And what we see is a profound impact on an increase in HRV or a reduction in stress and anxiety, a reduction in sympathetic nervous system response, more time spent in parasympathetic. We see brain and neural activity start to focus more on alpha and beta, which is where it's supposed to be versus what we usually see is high D delta. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the numbers absolutely correlate to what we've been seeing. And I love to geek out on the data. Like mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of folks. Most of the studies in vibroacoustic therapy are focused on exit surveys. How do you feel beforehand? Do your session. How do you feel afterwards? Qualitative and questionnaires. 
Totally. Uh, PPQ or PQQ, I forget exactly the terminology, but yeah, our, our research arm has all of that data, and all that information. And those results are profound. I mean, people are going from a 10 to a two when it comes to depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, like all of a sudden the body doesn't ache the way that it did and life isn't as hard. Mm. To your point before of, of putting out that scenario of like, your mom gets sick and then your girlfriend calls and says she wants to break up with you and then your job has an issue and then you hit traffic on your way. Like, And then to my reaction to that, like, all I want is everything to just, can I get something to go my way? Mm -hmm. And and in a lot of ways, getting on the sound lounge and getting into an environment that is consistent and steady and has the same profound impact on your physiological on your physio on your on your physiology every single day is that consistency that can allow you to be calm in the storm of life and to find that calmness in the storm. I'd say this a lot. We're not going to change that external stimuli. If you hate your job, when you get off your first sound lounge session, you're still going to hate your job, but you're going to have a little bit more wherewithal and a little bit more energy, a little bit more power and a little bit more calm demeanor to go handle that job more effectively mm. and not get yeah. so spun out from the things that you hate about that job. Yeah. Your conditioning. Yeah. Right. And downstream of that, I think with a lot of these biohacking devices or practices, or, you know, even just, just wellness practices is, is a greater level of self-awareness and hopefully that leads to better decision-making. Like maybe you shouldn't be in that job. You know, you, you had a stressful day at a job that you don't like. You do a session, you feel limber and present and feel really good depending on what, however many, you know, which track you choose. But then you have a little bit of perspective. And that oh. that is what I think a lot of people are missing it, because they just go jump right into, you know, an episode of Suits or they jump right into fried food or a cocktail or whatever, right? And I'm not trying to shit on Suits. I like, I like Suits. But... Uh, dude, that is one of the most intense shows. Like... <laughs> Really, if there's something that my wife just loves binge watching, bless my, I'm with her 15 years. I absolutely love her, but like she loved Grey's Anatomy, binge watched eight, eight seasons, like suits, she's on episode and she wants, I want to spend more time with her because I can't watch that stuff. So I watch like Gaia, National Geographic like documentaries <laughs> in the living room and she's in our room, like watching suits and I just want to spend time with her. So I started watching that show. Yeah dude, he's in jail. He's like, you, like uh, I'm in jail with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> the suspension of disbelief is so pure that my nervous system is reacting to that. Look, it's no different with news. It's no yeah. different than watching CNN or MSNBC or anything else. You get sucked into whatever it is yeah. that they're talking about, the inflections in their voice, the sounds, the frequencies, all of that. And, and to your point, it is not helping you feel better. It's not helping you relax. You think you are. I'm just going to lay down and watch some TV and passively watch this thing. But you get pulled into that and, and your nervous system is as stimulated and they know it and they do yeah. it because you get addicted to that stimuli. Yeah. Well, it, and, and, and again, you're, you're escaping the sort of your reality, your life when there's something to be said for that, but you're not yep. nourishing yourself. You're not, you're not, you know, likely it's not productive. It's not making you a more thoughtful person. So, you know, we look to these devices and practices that we can stay consistent with so that it's like, oh. okay, now that I feel more whole, 
now that I'm thinking a little bit more clearly and I'm more relaxed, instead of just escaping into the next thing, I can actually think like, well, how could I improve my job? How could I improve yeah. my relationship with my boss? How can I make more money with less work? How, you know, maybe I, maybe some changes need to be made, but we are, I mean, I'm, I'm beating the drum of why you need a life coach. But the fact is, is like, if you never take time to really think deeply about your life, you're going to wake up at 60 and go, what was I doing? Why didn't I make changes? Why didn't I go do that thing that I, that I said was really important to me. And so I, I think because the reason why I love this so much is that it's immersive. It is totally yeah. immersive and extremely unique to be sitting or laying on a, on a vibratory piece of tack where you, the world, the outside world is, is gone for a moment, you know, again, focusing captivating. on captivating. Yeah. It's it, captivating to your point. You're giving yourself space to rest. There's a great book called The Power of Full Engagement that basically talks about rest and relaxation is as important. And we touched on this earlier. It's as important as go time. And the better you can be at relaxation and rest, the more powerful and strong you're going to be in times of, of, of energetic output. When you're rest and relaxed, uh, look, this also comes down to stress and anxiety. When you're stressed and anxious, when you're in that sympathetic nervous system response, your body does a number of different things. But it, the short answer is cortisol and adrenaline are flowing through your blood. Your body turns off digestion, turns off your immune system, turns off your reproductive organs, and get this, turns off rational thinking. So you're thinking, you're just not being rational. If you've ever dealt with somebody who's being irrational, you know how difficult that can be. But you're the one who's irrational, so you don't know you're being irrational, which is even worse, <laughs> which is one of the powers of having a life coach to be like, hey, you're, you're being irrational, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you're in that stress and anxious state, and you can't you can't see the, the world that you're in because you're in it. So having somebody else or having a piece of technology that helps you to do that, it gives you the power and the strength for you to all of a sudden look under at your situation rather under a different lens. And now all of a sudden you can go, you know what? My mom's been telling me that this job, that I hate this job and I should leave for years. Or my coach has been telling me that I need to be doing this for the last couple of weeks. And you know, he's right. I do need to leave and let me figure out, or this is what needs to change. And maybe now you can go in and talk to your boss and be like, Hey, this is the stuff that needs to change. And you know what? Your boss could be like, all right, cool. Change it. Mm -hmm. And you've been miserable for as long as you've been miserable because you didn't speak up because you didn't have the wherewithal to think about speaking up. I give this really simple example. When you wake up on the right side of the bed, everything is rainbows and butterflies, and it's just all good. Whatever happens to you over the course of the day, it's good. So let's take the same, the same events over the course of the day. Okay. You're going to wake up, you're going to go to make your smoothie. You're not going to tighten it down all the way. And it's going to explode all over you and your entire kitchen. Okay. Then, and you're going to clean it up and then you're going to get in your car and you're just going to be traffic on the way. That's never been there before an accident. This used to happen to me on the, on the highway on the West coast all the time. There'd be a cop just shutting down the highway for you. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening, but that, that happens to you this morning. Then you get into your office building and all of the parking spots are taken. Like you have to park, you know, way further than you need to park. Okay. There's three simple events that could happen to anybody. Happened to me yesterday. I broke a glass twice. I broke a glass in my bathroom. My daughter broke a glass in my bathroom while I'm trying to get her up to school. And then I'm carrying the glass to the garage and I drop the glass and I break the same glass in my living room. Right. And I remember thinking about this story that I'm telling you because I do this. Right. 
So like same three scenarios, but you wake up and everything is hunky dory. You've done your sound lounge sessions. You're resting, relaxed. You're just in a good shape. You just roll with the punches. Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. I'm going to change my clothes. I'm going to clean up the kitchen. Oh, there's traffic. No problem. Roll down the window. Call my boss. Hey, I'm running a little bit late. I don't know what's happening on the 405, right? Parking. No problem. I'm going to get my extra steps in and you're just good. Other scenario, you're stressed and you're anxious. You've just been getting kicked while you're down. You're not doing your sound lounge session. You're not doing your life coach. Man, I spilled this smoothie all over the Then you get into traffic and you're like hitting your steering wheel. Like what the, f- <laughs> right? Like, and then all of a sudden you got to park and you're fucking, and you come into your office and you're like, I get, my nervous system feels it just walking through the scenario that I just walked through. Yeah. The former feels way better than the latter. Yeah. And it's the same scenario. The only difference is how I'm conditioning my mind, body, and spirit. Mm. And the importance of being cool, calm, and collected. <sighs> mm. <laughs> Next time I do that, I'm going to go the other direction. Start stressed and anxious and, and <laughs> calm and collected so that I'm now, calm and collected at the end of it. Now that we're all in our cars freaking the fuck out because of that scenario you just laid out. Thanks, Craig. You know, hopefully they're not listening to this on the way to work. <laughs> I love you. I love you all. I'm sorry. Thank you. I had to make a point. Did- the maybe share with us a couple of user experiences with like illness or autoimmune disease or chronic fatigue. Like I, I know that you've gotten tons and tons of feedback. Um, maybe share an anecdotal story or two about about how it's changed people's lives and, and what happened. Yeah, I'll change it. I'll, I'll trade it. This is very topical and very timely for me personally. Um, I'll share a story about somebody else and and how we changed their life. And then I'll tell you how this really touched my life of late um, personally. And then I'll give you a couple other scenarios too. Um, I got an email from uh, from one of our new clients who bought our sound lounge. It's the biggest investment that you can make with our company. And, and, um, and the email basically said, um, Craig, your technology is compl- giving me my life back. And she goes on to tell me how she lost her entire family to meth. Um, her... Um, one of her children um, was smoking meth in the garage and um, uh, lit the house on fire. Um, she lost both of her children. She lost her mother-in-law. She lost her husband. And that was five years ago. And then she found our technology at an event. She got on, not knowing or recognizing what was going on. She got off and feeling like herself again, like she could find herself again. And she knew she needed to buy our technology to get it. I don't know about any of this. She doesn't reach out to me. She doesn't say anything. She buys her technology. She's now doing sound launch sessions on a regular basis. And she literally in her email says, I thank you for giving me my life back. And she names herself like I found myself again because of your technology. And I am once again, able to walk life and, and live life. I mean, horrific. Okay. In my personal life, um, somebody very near and dear to me took their own life way too soon very, very recently, like in the last two weeks. Mm. I can't even tell you how broken up and disheveled I have been because of this. The relationship, the time, the energy, and my technology has been a saving grace, not just for me. We have a track built around grief. It's 11 minutes and it's designed to create space for you to grieve. There's nothing that I can do now to bring that person back. There's only what I can do to handle and, and work with the people that are here for us to work through that. Same with the first story that I shared. So the amount of stress and strife that we deal with day in and day out for a variety of different reasons can all be, it's like that pressure release valve. 
you got it. The pressure just builds and builds and builds. And all of these different modalities and technologies, but vibroacoustic therapy in particular, it's that pressure release valve that relieves some of that pressure so that you deflate a little bit so that you can close it. And then you can let the pressure build up again. And if you don't have that pressure release valve, you're going to explode. And that's obviously bad. Um, we have folks that deal with all sorts of chronic ailments and issues that are further exacerbated by being stressed and anxious. And without getting into too many of the specifics, I'll give you this broad statistic, which, which is mind boggling to me of the top 10 reasons why Americans die, all cause mortality in the United States. Six of the top 10 are based on stress and anxiety. You remove the stress and anxiety. Those six reasons for death go away. That's how important this is. For you to find some outlet, whatever that looks like, get your feet in the grass and ground, get exposure to sunlight, drink clean water, eat clean food, spend time with your loved ones, skin to skin contact, get that oxytocin going, hug your people you love. Like there's so many different things that you know are a part of living a healthy life that are really important that are free. And then there's all this other stuff that you can do through investment of different technologies and and uh, and different ways to kind of biohack to advance it and go even faster and further. We get emails over and over and over again about how our technology has completely changed people's lives. Kids that have ADD, ADHD, um, probably the most, I, I can't show you something without, um, without, you know, violating somebody's, but like I get pictures text me all the time of kids on our technology of dogs, pets, and animals curled up around our technology on a regular basis. Like this is the kind of thing that really warms my heart and gets me going. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's why I do what I do. I am impact driven. So it's not easy to run a business. It's not easy to be an entrepreneur. We're seven years in the making. We've beaten a lot of the statistics on survivability of a small business. It hasn't come without strife and struggle. And, um, and it's these text messages and these stories that I hear through our community all the time that power and fuel me to continue to push forward doing what we're doing. Mm. We all got to find something, you know, and, and sometimes food, water, a hug, it's just not enough. I mean, it should be, and it could be. But it's an, it's an, it's not always enough to match the level of of stress or you know cellular degradation or you know dysfunction in the body. Like I believe really strongly that our bodies were created to be in this level of homeostasis, so that we can. I ask I ask and answer this question quite a lot, which is like, what is biohacking for, right? Biohacking in my mind goes all the way from uh, vibroacoustics to aura rings, but also to grounding and cold exposure. And all of these things are meant to help our bodies get back into homeostasis so that they can be, so that they can do what they're designed to do. And then downstream of that is higher consciousness, greater connection to the infinite universe that we are, we get to be alive in. So all of these things that we are, uh, that we are biohacking or, or treating or working through all lead to the betterment of humanity as a whole and the planet, 
we make better decisions. We're more in love with our spouses. We serve in greater and greater capacities. And that, and that to that, to that pressure release valve, you're cut out for it, Craig. I'm cut out for it. We can, we can handle because we are so purpose-driven. We can, we can take the pressure, but we still, we better have real good solutions for dealing with that pressure when the time comes. I share a very similar sentiment. And the way that I explain it is technology got us into this mess. Technology can get us out. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if we were still roaming the Great Plains and foraging for food and hunting and gathering, and arguably we'd be more like that rabbit that we talked about. Right. And less concerned with what would be because we're so hyper focused on where my next meal is coming from and what I need to be doing to take care of my household and and that sort of thing. Um, right now I sit in, um, in a really nice house in Las Vegas. Um, I'm on a half acre. I've got my family all around me. Very, I'm in a pretty safe environment. Like I granted there's all sorts of chaos happening around the world. There's existential threats granted, but I'm not in a public place. Um, last name's Goldberg, but like, doesn't say that on the outside of my house that somebody knows that Julie, like I, I'm just, I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. I live in a really safe environment. And I think for most of the folks that are listening to the podcast on their iPhone or Android, um, your life is probably pretty safe too. Might be working your way up through surviving and and providing for yourself and and working your way up to the next echelon, whatever that looks like. But generally speaking, we live in in really safe environments. And yet we have all of these external stimuli that we don't even know about, the Apple Watch, the uh, AirPods that we're using, Wi-Fi that we're baking in on a regular basis. And all of that absolutely does have an impact. And there are technologies available that help us to mitigate the impact that technology is having on us. The AirTube headphones that I'm listening to right now, the blue blocking glasses that I'm watching, uh, the crystals that I'm wearing, the intention that goes behind all of the different things that I do, the red light that's been shining on me, the spreaders that I have that are spreading my toes right now, like all the different things that we're doing are technologies, granted mm. different price points and different things, but they are all different things that I do to help mitigate that stress, to release that pressure, to help me to charge forward and handle the day at large. Mm. And making an investment in a vibroacoustic sound lounge, making an investment in my pool right now is, uh, I think, 70, 70 degrees, maybe 68 degrees. It's going to be a cold plunge before we know it. It's yeah. already cold. Like compared to 120 degree air, which we had, and 85 or 90 degrees is the height of my pool temperature without heating it just in the summer here in Vegas. It's 90 degrees outside now, and my pool is 68. That feels like a cold plunge, <laughs> and it's free. Granted, I got to maintain the pool and all that, but like, I can go to Lake Mead. Lake Mead's cold too. There's free things that you can do to get access to all this stuff. It's not about spending money. It's instead about giving yourself access and going through the practice, the experience of whatever it is that you're doing. And grounding is something that's so simple. Sun exposure is something that's so simple. Um, a hug, to, to your point. Sometimes it's not enough. And technology got us into this. And I think technology can get us out as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Um, before we, before we take this thing home, you know, what, what, what other piece of nugget of information do you think people really need to know? Or, or what question that I, did I not ask that I could have? 
we covered extensively what I think is really the number one thing that's hurting humans in general, and that is a misfiring nervous system. And it's not to say that it's misfiring. To your point, um, <laughs> I'll tell you something controversial. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is grab my phone. <laughs> yeah. And I know better. Okay. And, and, and I don't tell people to stay off your phone for the first hour and a half of your day. Look, I would love to have that practice. I think that's awesome. For me, it creates more stress and anxiety not being on that phone for the first few minutes that I'm awake because I manufacture in China. My app is developed in India. And if I wake up at 7 a.m. And I'm with my daughter and I'm present with my daughter for sure until she goes to school at 8.30, that hour and a half, if I wait that hour and a half and do my meditation and my workout and all that stuff first, I lose an entire day in India. I It's already halfway through the next day in China. And, and I have people that need me for different things. I have to approve things. I got to give my input. I got to give my perspective. So for me, I grab my phone for five minutes and just go through the myriad of messaging apps that I have, email, WhatsApp, Telegram, Messenger, comments, right? Just to see if there's anything that's pressing. And then once I know there's nothing pressing, I can now focus my day with with clarity and and focus on on what's at hand, which to me is family. And, and my wife knows that. My wife and I, my daughter, we all get up at the same time. My wife helps me to create that space. She doesn't have those same demands. She can wait an hour and a half before she checks her email. So she says, all right, Craig's on his phone. He's doing some work stuff. He's checking out some stuff. I'm going to create the space for him to go and do that. And we've, we've built that into our process in the morning. And I think that's something really controversial in the biohacking world. Um, bit, yeah. It works for me though. Right. And, and I, and it works for me and my process. And I think we all need to figure out what works for you in your mm. process. Your life is so unique and different to everybody's that it's one of the things I love about what you do to get to know your client, to understand the life they live and then figure out solutions that integrate easily, easier than others into that lifestyle to habit stack and do things. Hey, look, you're already doing this. Let's add this to that practice and, um, and take that approach. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, part and parcel with, with biohacking, right? Biohacking is knowing how you're going to hack your body's experience. Yeah. Well, it's at it's fundamentally it's what each of us should be doing is to try things, try things, just experiment. You know, you may do really well just eating ribeyes. You may do really well, um, you know, fill in the blank. But you have to try. You have to experiment. Maybe microdosing psilocybin is going to make you like a, a much clearer, much happier person. Maybe it's not, but you have to experiment, yeah. and and that's part of that sort of curiosity that will help propel you forward in your life. And it's fun and interesting. You know, what the hell else are you doing? You know, try some things, experiment, take some chances. Cause if you're not, then you're, you know, you're, you're probably backsliding, you know, there's work to be done. I'd tell anybody I'll try anything three times and they <laughs> laugh at that. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, the first time it could be a fluke. The second time it could be related to the first time and it could also be a fluke. But if I try something three times and I don't like it, I know it's not for me, right? <laughs> like forget about this one stuff. Like what if maybe something happened there's something going on? So I'll try anything three times. And after that, I determine if I like it or if I don't like it. I love that. Uh, where should we send people on the internet, Craig? Where, where should they go? 
iaminharmony.com is our website because the two most important words in the English language are I am, anything that comes after it, you are. So why not be in harmony with the world around you? iaminharmony.com. And um, you can find us on all the socials and and pretty much everywhere, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, we're there. And I'm the guy on the other side of the comments. So thank you for your patience in my reply. Uh, you want to send me a direct message. I'm the guy that replies to those messages. That is my role. My responsibility is to be the front of this amazing organization. And um, I'd love to connect with you, anybody listening and talk about what you've got going on and see how we can help and, and bring you a brighter day. Tons of great content, lots of cool posts, you know, lives and interviews and education. And it just really it, it, tons and tons of great content, especially on Instagram which is where I spend most of my time. So yeah, go, go check it out. Um, so the last question that I always ask my guest is a fill in the blank question. And this can be based on anything that, you know, it doesn't have to be specific to any one thing and you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing. You know, I know this question was coming and now you asked it and I'm like, huh? I, uh, <laughs> I think everybody would benefit from knowing what their own capabilities are. Um, just as it comes to, I think to your point of pushing yourself and trying, um, I ran a 200 mile relay race. Um, I, I benefit greatly from knowing that I'm capable of doing that. i said, I would never do it again. And I did it the next year again. <laughs> um, and then after that, I was like, I'm never going to do this again. And I haven't since, but like, I think there's a lot of benefit in knowing what you're fully capable of. And there's nothing like the day-to-day life that tells you what you're capable of. It doesn't kill you. It doesn't indeed make you stronger. And day in and day out, we're learning more and more about what we like, what we don't like, what works, what doesn't work. And the better we get at setting those boundaries and defining what works and what doesn't work, I think the easier life does get and the better we get at this game called life. Beautiful. Greg, thank you for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. So welcome. Thank you for having me.